on today's lowdown an influencer in hot water f1 versus bike motorcycle rider sets a new record and bikers are giving back to the community hello and welcome to our little pilot episode here of the low side lowdown and um, the low side lowdown is basically your little monthly catch-up session on some of the weirder stories following the biking or motorcyclist news scene uh with me in studio today mr anxiety well not studio but close enough um and we will be discussing some of the more interesting happenings of the world happenings of the world as mr anxiety puts it there the first of which is a, a very interesting story a blog or a influencer uh, a lifestyle blogger you know those uh persons who uh, <laughs> yeah sorry about it you know persons who claim their life to be far more exciting than us normal plebs uh, because, because what really makes you an influencer above everyone else that just goes along their daily well day but yeah so far <laughs> Yeah, we, we've did digress quite a bit here, but the, the story is was posted on F-Stoppers uh, website. Um, basically, what happened is this uh, young lady had uh, her friend, who she deems to be her friend, uh, with her at the time when she experienced a bit of a mishap on her motorcycle. And they had proceeded in documenting this by way of photograph, but more professional than what most people would consider to be an incident photography session. Um, and the big, the big problem here was basically the, the hype around in one of the photos, it appears as if two smart water bottles were placed specifically for the purposes of the shot. Like, well, in essence, product, proper product placement. Oh, just imagine you come across a motorcycle accident or any vehicle accident and the woman or person, whichever, is that was in the accident is busy being photographed professionally, calmly, while she's in pain, with some sort of product placement standing there, helmets glistening and the, the, even the, the branding pointed towards the camera in some sort of dramatic way. It's, it's, it's myself and most things I hear, we are looking at the photos that were posted and the one shot specifically looks like a shot that one would use specifically for either a branding campaign or safety awareness campaign photo something that appears to be have been done quite professionally and intentionally to promote or display a certain product or anything along those lines and there's been a lot of backlash in the comments on this basically people are questioning the authenticity of this accident and whether or not this was just a publicity stunt that the influencer had tried to pull off well firstly speaking if you're going to go for any bike ride or any vehicle ride where you're so exposed to any to any tarmac or any possibility of falling or hitting the ground you're not going to it almost looks like just a dress and a very thin shirt or a blouse uh, it's it's not it's not the proper equipment one should be using when 
going for a motorcycle ride, we we all hear the the story, the adgat, all the gear, all the time, or at least dressing appropriately and and anticipating that an accident may occur and preparing for Sam. From the images we have here, it's denim and t-shirts, guys. It's it's the quintessential. I lost a lot of skin type of outfit. Well, guys, um, enough about this story. Let's move on to our next one. Uh, it, it's actually a little older story than than some of the others we have featured, but it's it, it's making its return now again. Um, it was featured on the Jalopnik website, where they basically refer to an old series where Guy Martin on his racing bmw take on a formula one car and surprisingly the motorcycle loses or should i say unsurprisingly as the formula one cars have way way more power for those of you who do not realize motorcycles are very 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 fast and very quick to get up to the speed to a fast enough speed to overtake most vehicles but in this case um, i would guess that the formula one car has longer gearing and a bunch of a bunch of factors adding to the fact that he won or surpassed Guy Martin on his what is it? It's a BMW Superbike. I, I can't remember exactly which one, but it, it's one of the BMW bikes that were basically retrofitted or works converted for for racing specifically. If I remember correctly, it's a thousand cc motorcycle. Which, in my opinion, this is this was a video. It was a, a an experiment destined to fail, because a thousand cc motorbike, although they are way way lighter than a Formula One car, they lack the power output of those even the modern 1.6 V6 turbo Formula One vehicles and the aerodynamic stability and downforce produced in allowing these vehicles to to corner far quicker than a motorcycle which literally is balancing on the little bead of grip that one has on a motorcycle tire <laughs> as i've mentioned it, it appears that it, this was an experiment destined to fail but uh, an interesting watch nonetheless for those who would like to hazard a guess at at what the outcome would be in formula one car versus motorcycle Moving on to our next story here, we have a motorcycle rider from England uh, by the name of Marco George. Uh, this was posted in the New York Post. Marco George had set a new record regarding motorcycles. Headstand at 76 miles per hour. Now, if you struggle yourself to do a headstand while standing still, then this is especially exceptional, all things considered. And now 76 miles per hour, two kilometers would be about... We are looking at a headstand <laughs> on a motorcycle tank at a speed of 120 kilometers an hour. <laughs> I admire that man's core strength. And uh, the funny thing is, in the specific post, he mentions that uh, he didn't attempt any speed above that because he promised his mother that he'll call it a day as soon as he hits 70 miles an hour. <laughs> um, but uh, the record has since been submitted to Guinness in hopes that Guinness would certify the record. 
and our next little story will be one of actually we're bringing it back to the south african side of the fence again um this one's actually a, a quite a big influence here aprilia and moto guzzi will be back for sale in south africa uh, this it, it's been quite a while that no moto guzzi's or aprilia have been imported into south africa since the cayenne sport fame had been liquidated who used to be the sole import of these vehicles into the country so this is exceptionally well exciting news for those of you who do not know the motor goosey engines a very interesting what do you call them the, the well um basically it's a it's a v engine but it, it's it's cylinders are opposing the direction of travel and not it's not front to back it's 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 more a configuration of side to side it's quite an interesting layout and a lot of their bikes they do actually use a shaft drive system which um actually makes use of that engine layout to produce actually quite a bit of punch motor guzzies have uh, basically had quite quite a almost a cult following the same could be said for for the folks that really really enjoy the aprilia motorcycles and the fact that they will now be having service support again um, and be able to to get parts and new vehicles into the country is where the the big benefit in this lies now the new pricing for the models that will be important have not been unveiled yet and rumor has it this is the uh, business day here in south africa businesslive.co.za that uh, have run this post and what the information that we've received is that basically Aprilia and Moto Guzzi will be sharing the premises with Maserati in Bryanston so a few high-end bikes parked with a few high-end cars uh, must be some petrol heads wet dream if you ask me well let's just hope that the pricing isn't high-end as well I'm sure everyone would like to get their hands on a Moto Guzzi or an Aprilia especially with those special special engines well special depending on who's the fan of the engine though but to each his own and definitely definitely excited to be seeing them back in the country and uh, having oem support for those folks who would not let go of those machines especially also for the the cafe racer scene that has been picking up slowly but surely in south africa at the moment uh as far as i've seen Moto Guzzi is also a big, uh, a big weightlifter. Uh, people converting them to cafe races, chopping them up, putting on the bar and mirrors, and so on and so forth. So that'll be very exceptional and very exciting to see happen. Yeah, I, I've looked at some of the the Moto Guzzi models and oh, blank canvases. They are begging just someone to take a grinder or some aftermarket parts to it. Maybe a good paint job and turning that into into a, a moving piece of art and now we move to the last story that we have for today and that is that a few bikers bike clubs actually in Eitenhagen in in the Cape here in South Africa have joined together in providing some necessary goods for an old age home in in this little town uh, the old age home is Plaki and any son which loosely translates to little space in the sun or little spot in little the sun spo um, little spot in the sun yeah and these these bikers have basically banded together and 
um, raised funds and, and purchased necessary toiletries and supplies that the old age home had been in, in dire need of for quite some time. And a few prominent clubs were also featured in this. I know specifically the Christian Motorcycle Association has been um, has always been there um, lending a helping hand in, in circumstances where uh, persons are or persons and organizations are in dire, dire need of help. At the moment, in the, with the economy state in South Africa, especially at this moment, uh, events like this and deeds like this should actually not be, they should not go unnoticed. The word should be spread and the, it, it should become a rolling ball and everyone should start participating and helping each other because you can't struggle alone. And if we all struggle alone, then we're all going to just keep struggling alone. If you help your friend, then your friend can help someone else. And that is how we start, well, that's how we get a ball rolling. And that's how we get ourselves back on our feet, how we get a country or a world back on their feet by helping those who can't help themselves. And then also the, a few of the clubs that were um, involved in this initiative have also said that they will be continuing this initiative if needed and I've also uh, said that they are planning to hold a soup kitchen on the 24th of September um, in order to perhaps assist even further and and place there or, or make their mark in the community helping out and and seeing to the the needs of the less fortunate in the community and this is this is the type of story that really really warms my heart um, I believe that it has really been a stigma if one is to look at the TV shows. It's all these outlaw bikers, this outlaw bikers, that Sons of Anarchy hasn't done any justice to the biker image either. And not that I'm bashing any of their shows. Those are really entertaining shows. I watch them myself. But it's it hasn't really done the biker image here in South Africa good. Everyone believes that if you wear a cut, if you wear leathers, and if you're on a bike they should be looking out because their head could be on a chopping block. And it's it's initiatives like this that prove that is not the truth and that bikers as well can also band together and, and see a need in the community and help alleviate the, the pressure. And at the moment, single bikers and single biker clubs and groups of people are trying to turn around the stigma that bikers are a bunch of brutes and sometimes we are even as even as a group of good guys we still can be a bunch of brutes but sort of in the right way in the in the correct way if there's even a correct way but we are trying to turn around the stigma that we are a bunch of rash individuals that just that run around lawlessly and and do wheelies and donuts and all sorts of look it's it's a it's a lot of fun it's a lot of i myself can't do that but still it's entertaining to see and it builds morale and and it, it gets it also gets a ball rolling in, in a sense but still we have to try and turn around the stigma towards getting the biker image to a better stance and away from this lawless this lawless rash image that all tv shows and even some bikers still do riding around with their helmets half on their heads doing burnouts between cars riding around at 122 kilometers and 
yeah, <laughs> we need to we need to improve our image. And uh, a, a big thank you and a big shout out to the guys that have uh, that have put or basically help the the article is available on news 24 and we will also be linking that in the show notes it's really it's really heartwarming to read stories like that and uh, guys i believe that brings us to the end of our first little pilot episode um we myself and my co-host here have basically said that we are are trying this basically the, the pilot now is just to see how how things turn out and we really hope you enjoy it and if all ends well we will be back with a few more episodes guys but until then stay safe ride safe and enjoy the journey <laughs>